from the USA Today Network. Welcome to The Chop, a Rutgers football podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Ross, Chris Eisman, and Steve Edelson. That's right. It's time for The Chop, a Rutgers football podcast, our fifth episode of the spring, the Scarlet Knights. Just one week away as we record here on Friday the 15th, a week away from that spring game. The coaches will get to see what they have in front of them for the players and a somewhat as close as possible to a real game situation. And of course, the fans will get to see the players that will be contributors this year and beyond. Certainly an exciting time for the program. Ryan Ross here with Chris Eisman. Another week of practice in the books, Chris, and things really starting to heat up now just one week away from the spring game. First of all, Ryan, I've been waiting for it. We finally actually have warm weather. So that was a big <laughs> achievement. Yesterday was beautiful at spring practice, sunny 80 degrees. It finally felt like spring. Almost made it to the end of spring practice without getting that. So it was good that we finally, finally had some decent weather. Saved and I the think best Rutgers for last. It too. Exactly. And, and I think Rutgers was getting tired of practicing in the cold and rain and everything else. So it was good to finally have that. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're, we're winding down here. I mean, there's a week left, as you said, and um, you know, I think this this is a you know it's an exciting time for the team because I think that they want to finally kind of get to that game and and put all the work that they've been doing for the last few weeks into practice and or into play and and as you said, kind of get really that game like atmosphere and, and we'll see. You know, we, we've heard the coaches talk about these players and some of the younger guys who have been stepping up and we're finally going to get a chance to see um, you know what they're able to do and and listen, it, it's you know we've talked about it the last two weeks. The spring game only was going to show you so much, right? I mean, this isn't a real game. It's not a real opponent. You know, it's, it's the team is playing against itself. So there's only so much you can see, but you can definitely be able to glean some things here and there and, and kind of get an idea of what this team is going to look like and who's, who's potentially poised for, for big roles. And, and, you know, once the season gets started and, you know, so I think that that's kind of, kind of be the interesting thing. And obviously we'll see, you know, the quarterback battles and things like that. So there's definitely going to be some interesting things to watch, but, um, you know, as you said, it's an exciting time. And I, and I should mention, you know, one one thing that did happen um, last week, really unfortunate thing for Rutgers, uh, Greg Schiano announced that Moses Walker, a freshman linebacker, um, he tore his ACL and is likely to miss the season. Uh, just a really tough blow. And you got to feel awful for him. Um, he was one of the highest ranked recruits in, in Rutgers class of 2022 um, out of Erasmus Hall in Brooklyn. Um, he enrolled early. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a really, really awful thing to happen for both him, obviously, and the team. I mean, you know, think about it. You're an early enrollee. You get to campus, and you're in your first spring practices as a college football player, and, and you tore your ACL. It's just a really, really tough blow, and you really got to feel for the kid. Um, and, and it's tough for Rutgers, too, because obviously, you know, we've talked about it. They had a lot of turnover at linebacker with, uh, you know, guys like Olakunle Fadakasi and Tyshawn Fogg and Tyreek Maddox-Williams and Drew Singleton all graduating. And, and now, you know, those guys are, you know, prepping, uh, you know, hoping for an NFL chance. And so – you know, there was an opportunity there for Moses Walker to, you know, battle for a, a significant role. And obviously, you know, that's that's not going to happen, um, you know, for the time being. So, you know, we'll see when he gets back. But definitely, like I said, just a, a really, really tough blow for Moses Walker and, and the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, that's 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 the downside of these spring practices. Of course, you want to see yep. what your players can do and you want to get them out there. You want to get them in shape. You want to start, uh, you know, having these competitions and see who can play and who can contribute. And you just hope that you can get through the spring uh, without any major setbacks. So certainly uh, unfortunate there for for Walker and this Rutgers program. But, uh, you know, it's 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 the ugly side of spring. It's fun to see what, you know, you have in front of us and see what the future might hold for this Scarlet Knights team. You just hope that they can get through this as as healthy as possible for sure i think that that's the toughest thing about it, as you said i mean that's the flip side it's like you get to 
you know, it's a big chance for these players, but then also, you know, you just hope that you get through it with, with your health. And, and obviously, you know, in, in his situation, that, that unfortunately wasn't the case. So, you know, like I said, just a tough blow. And on the more positive side, uh, as we look ahead towards this spring game, uh, Chris, some things maybe you noticed in practice this past week. We're going to get into it in this episode. We're going to talk about the fun positions in this episode, running back and wide receiver, the fast guys that score all the touchdowns. We're going to get into them as well. But just generally speaking, uh, what stood out to you in practice here is, as we said, a week away from this spring game. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, they had their their, their second scrimmage of the spring last Saturday, um, and that was the second to last because the next scrimmage will be the spring game. You're only allowed three in, in spring practices. I mean, afterward, you know, we were talking to Greg Schiano, and, and he said that, you know, the one thing with the quarterbacks, he said he saw some improvement from those guys. There was more consistency. Um, it was getting better overall, and I think that that was a positive sign for them. And, again, it's it's – you know, he, he said something interesting, too. He said it's not like there's not continuity like there is in training camp, right, where you're practicing every day, you have chances to get better, and you're you're going, you know, kind of it's only football all day, every day. Whereas in the spring, it's, you know, it's you, they're practicing Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and you have classwork in between, and you got school. So it, it's not the same type of thing in, in training camp. So the fact that he saw some improvement, I think, is a good sign, obviously, you know, and, and when I say – you know, who's in that battle? It's obviously Noah Vegel, it's it's Gavin Wimsat, and it's Evan Simon. You know, those three guys are, are battling for that job. And, you know, I think that that was a, you know, a positive thing to take away. And he said overall, he said, he said the team is starting to become more consistent. And that's really, really what you want. And he said that between scrimmage one and scrimmage two, that's when you should make the best jump and you should start to really show improvement. And that's what he saw. And so that's, again, it's spring, but it's a positive sign that he saw, started to see some more consistency from the program or from the team overall, I should say, and then certainly from those quarterbacks. So I think that that's the one thing that, that you know, in the last few days, you know, talking to Shiano, that kind of stood out to me the most. Yeah, and that's almost kind of been the word of the spring for Shiano, uh, you know, these practices, consistency. That's kind of what he's been preaching. Every sound clip we've played from him, it's it's, it's almost seems like that's the general theme we hear from him. Because it's such a young team, right? I mean, it, that that's the thing. These guys are, are figuring out, you know, what it's like to play in college football. It's such a young program. That consistency is not easy to find. So I think that there's if there's any consistency, I think that's a positive step. And I think that's what why it's standing out to him, because it's just when you're a young team, that's what's hard to come by. And it's a young program. And there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, whether it's in training camp and the spring practices, once the season starts. And, and you know, I, I get, you know, fans are probably here sick of, you know, hearing me say this on this podcast, you know, the word consistency. They're probably telling me, you know, shut up, stop saying that word already. But it's just it's just such a it, it's it, that's what you really want to see from this team if you're a fan. And, you know, Shiano said that there was more of it. So obviously Rutgers is going to need a lot more of it once training camp in the season starts. But we'll see if that, you know, continues to trend in that direction. And, and a nice turnaround as well there, because it was just a couple of weeks ago that Greg Shiano, I think, described the quarterbacks as consistently inconsistent. So to kind of work out some of those bad habits that he described uh, a few episodes ago, we played that clip to, to hear them kind of ironing that out and being consistent in the good way uh, for the most important position for the team, for the program, uh, uh, certainly a positive for fans to be able to hear that from the coach. Yeah. And that's why the spring game is going to be so, so interesting because they're going to finally get a chance to see these guys in a, in a game like setting, especially Gavin Wimstead. He has not played in front of the home crowd yet. So he played in four games last year. They were all on the road. Obviously the last one was the Gator bowl down in Jacksonville. So this is the first time that fans are going to get to see Gavin Wimsett up close and in person. I think that's a big thing. And, and, you know, we'll see what he's going to be able to do. And so if listeners are tired of hearing about the word consistency, uh, I have a new word of the episode that we can preach that might get the, the ears of some football fans. And that's speed. 
that's always a fun one to talk about. That's a better one. That's a much better one. That's a much more exciting one. Team speed was something that Greg Schiano was talking about this past week in practice. Of course, when you think of the Big Ten, I feel like kind of the the thing that people think of when the Big Ten is those big kind of bruisers, kind of the, the you know the more physical, maybe more slower conference. Uh, I don't think that's the case anymore, and certainly this might not be anything you know groundbreaking when it comes to football. But if you have fast guys. That's pretty good for your team to have. It certainly helps to have guys that are faster than the guys, you know, they're chasing or chasing after or whatever it might be. Yeah, it always helps to have some speed on your team. There's no doubt about that, especially when you're going up against like, oh, I don't know, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, (laughs) Penn State. Those guys tend to have some pretty fast players. So if you don't have that, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to keep up. Yes, fast football players are good football players. Imagine that. We're groundbreaking here on the job. We'll accept any head coaching jobs up there. I don't know. The the USLFL, I think they just hired all their coaches. So maybe next year for Chris and I. But yes, team speed, that's that's a big thing for Rutgers. And here's what Coach Coach Greg Schiano had to say about that. Speed speed is such a critical thing for us, right? Uh, You know, if you said, what are the two most important things? It's length and speed when when you talk about physical characteristics. So. Um, our speed is getting better each year. I, um, I don't know if you ever have enough speed, but um, we're getting better, and that's the key. We just got to keep going in the right direction. And length and speed, and you know, that applies to all positions, really. But uh, for this episode, we're going to focus on the wide receivers and the running backs. We touched on the running backs a little bit last week in that episode, but length and speed for the skill positions, I mean, Again, we don't have to tell anyone this. It's very important for a team to have that. Yeah, absolutely. And look, Rutgers, you know, didn't have enough of it, you know, when Shiano came back. And so that's been a big focus of these last few recruiting classes to really infuse more speed, more athleticism, more length into the program at those skill positions to get that to a point where you can kind of start get going on a path toward competing against, the, like I said, those teams, the Big Ten East, and that, that have so much speed and have so much athleticism. And listen, I mean, you know, they, they really infuse more of it, too, and, and with transfers, guys like Sean Ryan and Taj Harris coming over from uh, Syracuse and, and West Virginia, or I switched those. Taj Harris is from Syracuse. Sean Ryan is from West Virginia. Um, so, I, you know, th- those guys are going to help, obviously, and, and Rutgers needs more speed. They need to kind of get that length and athleticism. And the fact that they have more of it, I think, is going to, you know, going to really help them. Um, and we'll see, you know, what it, what it translates to once the season starts. They don't have – they're not at the point where – they have what they want yet, you know, that's still building. But I think the fact that they're, you know, moving in that direction is, is a positive sign, you know, and they bought in some really fast guys, you know, in this, in this 2022 recruiting class. Um, you know, when you look at that list, it's, it's guys like, you know, Rashad Rochelle, uh, Tommy Amonqua, guys like that who really have a lot of speed and athleticism. That's what stood out in their high school. You know, you watch the game film, it stands out. Um, so I, I think that that's a big deal. And, and we'll see, you know, as I said, what that translates to, but, Speed is such a big deal, and, and Rutgers needs more of it. And and but the fact that they have more of it than they did the previous two years is, is a positive sign. Yeah, and you mentioned those transfers coming in as well. And Rutgers, Syracuse, West Virginia. Once upon a time, all in the same conference. Now they're in three different conferences. So college sports, crazy. You know what are you going to do? But uh, it's it so long ago. It, it was a long time ago, and not that long ago, all at the same time. But crazy stuff, of course, in college sports. But for that wide receiver position, uh, you know that's where it's important, and those are the guys that are you need to be able to stretch the field. It opens everything up for your for your quarterbacks, for your running backs as well. So here's what Greg Schiano had to say about his wide receivers. Yeah, Coach Shaw has done a really good job with these guys. I mean, a detailed, 
de demanding yet very, very connected with the group. So I'm very, very pleased with his professionalism. He's a young coach, carries himself with a, uh, a maturity behind his years. Um, the players, I think we've added some good players. They're going to help. Um, the guys that were here are performing at a higher level. So overall, I think the receiver room is taking steps up um, and continue to go in the right direction. And that's such an important position because, you know, you do have kind of the, the battle at quarterback. We've talked a lot about the offensive line and kind of just what might look like this year with whether or not it's it's consistent, whether or not they, they have their starting five. It's still a work in progress. So to have wide receivers that are able to get open quickly once the ball is snapped, that certainly helps your quarterback get the ball out. That helps your offensive line, too, uh, when it comes to pass protection. Yeah, absolutely. And and Rutgers has the unenviable task of replacing Bo Melton, who is their leading receiver the last three seasons and now is, you know, poised to be an NFL draft pick. I mean, you know, any, you look at mock drafts and he's going anywhere from like between like the fourth and sixth rounds. Um, obviously had a huge showing at the combine, um, but he's gone. He's not on the Rutgers anymore and they have to figure out a way to replace him. And obviously guys like Harris and Ryan, I think, will will certainly help. And then, as Greg Schiano was saying in that clip, he joins a, a team, you know, a group that includes guys like Shameen Jones and Isaiah Washington and Brandon Sanders and obviously Aaron Cruikshank, who is arguably now their most explosive offensive weapon, um, such a dynamic player. And he showed such good things, you know, last year. And, and it just having that knee injury kind of end his season really hurt. Um, so, you know, we'll see what he looks like when he gets back from that. Um, but certainly, you know, it's an, it's an interesting group now. And, and we spoke to Damir Shaw, Shaw earlier this week. You know, he's an impressive guy. He spent the previous two years as, as director of player development. And then he was promoted to wide receivers coach when Tycon Underwood left for Pittsburgh. Um, and he's got a good group. And I, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to see what that, that team looks like. And, I'm, you know, I think in the spring game, too, we keep talking about it. But, you know, seeing what the transfers, you know, how they look and, and kind of what they're able to bring to this offense. I think that's going to be really intriguing. Yeah, and, and Greg Schiano, if you go back to his first in as well, pretty good track record when it comes to wide receivers, uh, bringing them into the program, getting them coached up. And he sent a few wide receivers to the NFL over the past few years and probably another one headed to the NFL, as you mentioned, with Melton. Uh, as for the other skill position, the running back position, Chris, uh, again, running behind this this offensive line, that's a work in progress. Uh, we talked about them a little bit last week. Greg Schiano said that he would like to see them get more downhill, more physical, uh, less kind of the dancing in the backfield. But it seems like this week in practice, uh, that message got through to them. Yeah, and, and we'll hear from Andy Oric, the, the running backs coach, um, in, in, a, in a bit. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like that, I think that's a huge focus for this team and, and for these guys. And it's, it's not easy. I mean, it's, it's in the Big Ten. You're going up against defensive, defensive lines and, and defenses that are really tough physical um, you know, that's not an easy thing to do, but it's definitely something that I think Rutgers is, has high on the priority list to get running physically more downhill. You know, he said, you know, he was saying, and we discussed it, so I don't want to rehash the whole thing, but he was saying, you know, you don't need to always look for the home run. You don't need to look for a 30 yard run, just get three yard runs. They'll turn into thirties. Right. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a big focus for Rutgers. We'll see what it looks like once the season starts. And, but you know, certainly that's a big priority. And here's what the Rutgers running back coach had to say about that physical style of running. I mean, there's definitely ways you can work on that during practice and with individual periods. But, you know, the biggest thing is it has to be a mindset to consistently do it every single snap you're out there and, like, have that mindset, I'm going to be a physical back. Even if maybe you're not feeling 100% when you go out there, you got to convince yourself, i gotta, I got to run right through those guys for sure. 
that's a very spring practice quote there from a coach, right? You know, it's, it's, it's less about the X's and O's and the game plan and things like that. And just about developing good habits, developing a, you know, not only a way to physically play the game, but a way to kind of mentally approach the position here. And, and, you know, that's kind of a, a similar quote that we've heard from a lot of the position coaches this spring, just making those habits stick here in the spring so that when it starts to count in the fall, they already have that foundation to build on. Yeah, and if you're talking about a guy who has the mentality to run physically and downhill, they have a good one in Kyle Manungai, who has a real shot to be a big-time running back for Rutgers. Obviously, you know, we, we talked about it before, but you have players like, you know, Aaron Young, who's more of a versatile player, kind of a, a shifty, speedy guy, um, and, and he, he's a very good pass catcher too. But, you know, Kyle Manungai is a, is a tough physical kid. He, he thrives on that running style, right? And we saw that when he was at high school in Don Bosco. And, he, and he's like that now in Rutgers and the opportunity that he's gotten. So I think he's really going to heed that message from from Oric. You know, you have that mentality that you're just going to run through defenses. I think that's going to be a big thing for Rutgers. And then also we'll see, you know, Sam Brown, he's a, he's a, a really, really talented running back. Um, he's in incoming as a freshman. He's not on campus yet. He's not an early enrollee. So he'll be there for training camp. But a really, really talented kid. Again, he's a freshman. We'll see how much he contributes as you know this year. But he's, he's kind of – you look at his film, and he's a tough physical runner too. So they definitely have some options and some depth. That's a really, really interesting group for for Andrew Oric this year, um, and we'll see what it leads to. But definitely, as, as he was saying, I mean, that's a, that's a mindset. That's a physical – that's a mindset that you have to be physical, and, and Rutgers needs more of that. And, and Oric impressed with Manungai, as you were, Chris, to see him in practice, to have him back. Uh, here's what he had to say about him. Uh, Kyle has had a great spring so far. He um, has taken on a leadership role in the room for sure. Um, kind of sets the tone for the group with how you go about working every single day. Uh, there's like a level of consistency from him that, that's fun to watch, and you can see it uh, resonating through the entire group just with how he's kind of attacking things personally. So it starts there with Menungai, and you know, similar to wide receiver, if you have one good wide receiver, one good running back, sure, that's fine. But to have the depth and to have guys that will be able to swap in, maybe have a different change of pace, uh, that's so important for a program. It's a luxury for a program, but if it's something you can develop, it really goes a long way. Yeah, it's that depth. It's that versatility. It's giving defenses different looks and, and t- trying to wear them down, really. I mean, that's what you're really trying to do. And and I was talking to Kyle Menungai, I think it was last week, and he said that's really what you want to do. You want to wear defenses down. You want to make them tired. And that's why he kind of thrives in that role. He 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 loves that type of type, type that type of running style. So um, you know, certainly he's he's as I said, he's heeding that message from work. And then it really just opens everything up when you're able to do that too. It, it takes some pressure off your quarterback, it takes some pressure off your receivers and offensive lines. So to be able to establish that running game and easier said than done in the Big Ten, it's it's so important for a program. And it helps too that Rutgers has a lot bigger offensive lineman this year with those four transfers that we've talked so much about. So I think that's going to go a long way too. <laughs> and yeah, it helps the defense that. too, to keep the clock moving too, keep them off the field as well. So, I mean, if you really want to focus on one position where it's so important and obviously a lot of other positions kind of rely on each other and offensive line and running backs kind of go hand in hand. So we'll certainly have to see how that works out. Yeah. I would hope that that'll help for Rutgers, but we'll, I would, I would think that they're hoping that way. So we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. And uh, as we said, it's a week away, the Rutgers spring game. So, Chris, as uh, we wind down or wind up, I guess you want to say to that game, uh, what can we look for this week leading up to it? And before we get to that, too, just a programming note, uh, Wednesday is our next episode. Not Friday, Wednesday. When you, We want to give you as much time as possible to listen to the next episode, which will preview the spring game on Friday. So we'll be giving you a new episode on Wednesday, the 20th of April. So be on the lookout for that. But Chris, as we work towards that April 22nd date, uh, what can we look for this week? 
Yeah. I mean, listen, we're going to, you know, just, it's more so just kind of, um, you know, seeing what, what this team is going to look like. And obviously going into that game, we'll find out from, you know, Shiano exactly what the format will be. So I'm sure we'll talk to him about that and, and get more information for, to kind of what to, what to expect. But yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's, it's now's the time, right? They put all these practices in and now they're going to, we're going to see what it looks like in a game like atmosphere. So that's, it's going to be really interesting. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what this team looks like again, under the understanding for everyone that it's a spring game. It's essentially a practice you know, don't take too much away from it. This is kind of just offering some insight on what this team could look like and who could be poised for some big roles, as I said earlier in the show. So, you know, we're getting closer and closer. So it's it's about a week away. Absolutely. A week away. And we'll find, uh, you know, a lot of answers to some questions and maybe some questions won't get answered. But certainly it's a big step forward for this program to get out there, uh, play as close to a real game as possible in a simulated practice setting. But uh, it's a good really indication, as you said, Chris, to see who will contribute this season and maybe next season the season after that but uh it's a nice glimpse into the future of this program and we're certainly looking forward to it as i said wednesday will be our next episode so be on the lookout for that of course continue to follow chris as he writes about all these practices and gets you ready for the spring game again thanks to Rutgers for the audio clips this week and we're looking forward to the spring game we will talk to you next time on april 20th getting a nice preview in for that spring game on april 22nd this has been the Chopper Rutgers Football Podcast. For Chris, I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.